Hello everyone, welcome back to Martin Alex Soccer Podcast. Um, today with me is the famous Alex Spinea. Hi guys. Um, yeah, so we haven't posted an episode in a long time due to um, the midterm schedule and a lot of homework, you know. Right now we're both students and this podcast is yeah. not, you know, our top priority. So, you know, we gotta do homework, we got life. So, anyway... Back to the the actual soccer podcast. This week has been really crazy, honestly, dude. Yeah, very good week. Um, I'm going to tell you straight away what excites me most. Um, As both an MLS and Premier League fan, Miguel Almiron, who goes to Newcastle, uh, what do you think he's going to do in the Premier League? Honestly, from what he has done to Atlanta United, I think he's going to do a pretty well job. But have you seen his... Dude, he's like five, what five ten, five eleven, but he's fast. Height but, does not matter. <laughs> I'm just saying, he's so skinny. But in environment, like in a physical environment, like Premier League, I don't think he can, you know, be as as effective as in MLS and like all the other teams are so much better than, you know, the teams in MLS. I feel like he's gonna be like a mediocre player. He's not like really gonna stand out that much. What do you think? Uh, um, so clearly he's a standout player. If you look at what he's done in the MLS, for me. Best attacking player in the MLS by far. Will, at worst, in the Premier League, he'll be an average player. You know, average a couple goals, a couple assists. And at best, he could be, you know, Newcastle's kind of spark in the attack and really lead them to have, you know, a better season considering, like, in the last couple of seasons, they've had really a disastrous spell. But, you know, like, as I'm saying before, um... Premier League is not all about skills, it's about physical, like, for example, Di Maria, such a good player, when he um, came to Man United from Real Madrid, he's a, he's a technical player, but he has zero physical. Yeah, but look at, look at Eden Hazard, not, not the biggest guy. I mean, I mean, he, he's pretty physical, not like Di Maria, like the stick, you know, just, no offense Di Maria, but like, he's just literally a stick that people would like, push him, and then he just fall, like, that may, may work in like La Liga, but in Premier League, the referee knows, like, it's okay to have some physical contact between players. So that's, like, my biggest concern about Amiron, um, because he's, like, such a stick, you know? How about um, Mares? you know? I think Mares has been getting along just fine, you know, for a big club like Manchester City. Definitely has cracked on into the first, you know, starting 11 a couple of times. And I would say he's really not physical at all. Got a bit of pace, and that's yep. about it. That, that's, that's a good counterpoint, I guess. I guess... We'll just see whether Amiron's gonna yeah, we'll follow Mahrez's footstep as being like the top skinny player in Premier League. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Right. So, but you know, the the transfer fee wasn't a significant amount compared to like nowadays transfer. It was yeah. only twenty four million. Still an MLS like record breaker, though. Well, yeah, from MLS is good enough for for Premier League. Like a, a player like this, usually like in the market value, would be like forty forty million or plus. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. So that's why like a lot of top clubs. Right now, likes to look in the like the minor leagues and stuff, so they don't require as much as the transfer fee compared to like big clubs move. Yeah, um, let's move on to some of the fixtures for the Premier League. Uh, one of the one of the biggest one that I'm really happy about yes. as, a, as a Chelsea fan, Chelsea five nil beating Huddersfield Town, really coming back from the four nil defeat of um, Bournemouth. You know, so. before it comes to this game, I was thinking, you know, Chelsea has always had a, a lack of. Offen- offensive yeah. player, you know, like Morata, you know, 
Just a striker. A, really a clinical, sucks. A clinical finisher. That's right. See, like, but Giroud has been, you know, up and down. He's been pretty promising, but he's not, like, the best out there. He's not the the first-team player for, for Chelsea, like, for, like, a successful club like Chelsea. And right now, they brought in Higuain from Napoli. Oh, sorry, AC Milan. But, you know, I... From the first from the first game of Higuain, he wasn't that standout player. So I, yeah. you know, I thought he was like, oh, this is gonna be another Morata again. But then I look at this game. Wow, two he goals. scored two goals. Two goals. Men of the match. And to be fair, Huddlesfield not, you know, they're in the last the last team in the Premier League, so not the yeah, best. But, but it's still a Premier League team. If you yeah, it's still a Premier League team. And if you look at the type of goals he scored, I would argue, you know, the runs he makes, the finish. Right, the, you know that would be any keeper in the Premier. Hey, league. but the first goal, full credit to Conte or the yeah. last pass. Yeah, right. Conte, yeah, as you said, Conte, you know, shows off his attacking ability, which you don't see too often. But when he does bring it out, it's a it's a banger. Right, right. Um, but right now the five zero the five zero win has really helped you know Chelsea climb to the fourth of the table, um, leading Arsenal with three points in in front. Yeah. But um, what's surprising me the most from the standing. The setting fixture is Tottenham's number two now. The recent yeah. form with the the two biggest player, Deli Alley and Harry Kane, injured yeah. is it's so tough. Human son, man. Cut, what a just guy. come back from the Asian Cup with a performance like this. Wow, score the only I'm, goal against Newcastle. He's been leading Tottenham's attack really. I mean, right, right. They've been seriously missing someone, and Lucas Moura, who seemed promising at the beginning of the season, just can't finish. And Kane's out. Deli's out. You know, this is really... Lorente up front. Misses so many chances. Lorente. <laughs> Lorente is so inconsistent. Right, And then Son right. comes in and is able to, to really lead. That's the kind of player that I'm hoping Almiron will be for Newcastle. Hey, hey, to all of you ha- haters out there, you know, who says Asian don't play soccer? That's a perfect example. Asians are good at soccer, okay? Like, That's sit right. him in. That's yeah, right. he's like one of the... I can argue he's one of the top players in Premier League right now with this performance. Um... And Spurs' defense has been really solid with Hugo Lloris. What a wonderful keeper. Yeah. Probably uh, like the second in Premier League. You mm-hmm. know, De Gea is all the way up there. But, you know, yeah. Hugo Lloris Better is like... Better than Neuer. But anyways... Ah, uh, uh, what? Sorry, what? <laughs> uh, not, you know, just speaking facts. So, moving right. on. Speaking about the top, let's just take a look at, you know, the best top goal scorer in the Premier League. Mohamed Salah, man. Yeah. Mohamed Salah... Kind of a bit of a surprise. No one's really been, you know, going crazy about this guy because after last year's performance, you know, he was really, really, like, exceptional. But this year, he's been putting up the numbers. 16 goals in the Premier League so far, 23 goals and assists, leading the Premier League. I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, he's... What surprised me most is, you know, when you ask me, yo, guess who's the top scorer in the Premier League, I, th- I would have thought it would be a striker. But Salah is really, a, like, a winger instead of a striker. So he his priority is not really scoring goals. He will, he he's the per, kind of player that would break in the defense and pass to the striker. However, yeah. with this impressive impressive, you know, information that he has the most assists and the most goals, which is really, you know, really it, surprised it's me. It's really good. It's even better than Eden Hazard, which a lot of yeah. people would consider like world class. Yeah, Eden Hazard is definitely one of the top right there, but Solid had really been, you know, pretty solid through the past two seasons. Yeah, a yeah. little bit underrated for me this season. I mean, he wasn't as good, from my p- opinion, he wasn't as good as last year, to be fair. Um, Possibly. Probably because also the whole Liverpool team has been great. 
He hasn't been leading Liverpool. Sure. Every single player at Liverpool yeah, has been fantastic. I guess. There, there's, you know, 61 points, you know, four points ahead of... of uh, Last season, no one no one thought they could challenge the domination of Man City in Premier League. And this, and this season, year, they're first, and they've wow. been first for a while. Yeah, and they, you know, they've been having the performance of a champion, I, I could argue. Um, so, talk about Liverpool, um, you know... Tomorrow, West no, Ham. I mean, next week, come on. Or, Champions League, Bayern, Liverpool. Yeah. What do you think about that? I mean, I know you're a Bayern fan, yeah. but I'm going to have to give it to Liverpool. I, I just think with the form they have, as much... Granted, they're concentrating on the Premier League, and that's really the only reason why they would lose this game, in my opinion. But it, you know, if they put really all their fo- focus and they really take their chance and they don't care about anyone getting injured and they really just go for the Champions League, I think they're going to come out on top because... They are at a great form, and Bayern, they're not. They're not. Right, I can argue. I just finished watching the Leverkusen-Bayern game, you know, 3-1. Honestly, it was a big surprise for me that Leverkusen beat Bayern with such a big margin. Uh, you could argue, you know, there are some offside Bailey. calls. A lot of speed this guy. Okay. Yeah, that, 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 that kid scored a banger from the, from the free kick. Yeah. Um, but right now, you know, Bayern under Niko Kovac leading is not the old Bayern that we used to think. You know, they, they're looking for a young team, but right now that this team is, like, inexperienced, you know, they don't know what to do when they're trailing behind. They only know, you know, yeah. um, and Lewandowski wasn't, isn't, isn't really in his best form, you could argue. Um, well, here's the thing about Lewandowski. In my opinion, kind of like Mo Salah, you expect so much from a, from a talent like his. You kind, of, you kind of forget of what he's been doing so far. If you take a look at the stats... Um, at the moment, Lewandowski is fourth in the top scoring with 12 goals and just two behind number one. So he's still one of the best scorers in, in the Bundesliga. And most importantly, this guy is second in the goals and assists in the Bundesliga right. once again right. with, eight, with uh, 18 compared to the first place, 19. So this guy's really been, once again, kind of leading the attack. Right. A very, very good player. <laughs> it's just that you expect him to do so much more considering... You know, Byron's domination over the last couple of years. Yeah, I would consider, you know, Byron's form is another great. So a lot of, you know, balls weren't being delivered to the box without, like, Robert Ribéry. And, you know, they have this chemistry going on. So right now they have a fresh new team, so they have to re- redevelop these chemistry from player to player. Yeah. Back to Premier League. Sorry, that was off topic. Um, you know, what surprised me last week, uh, during the week, Wednesday, was, you know, we've got to talk about Man, Man United's form. Uh, with the new manager, they have Absolutely been undefeated. Love I love to see it. Yeah, um, but Pogba, fantastic. Pogba's Pogboom, real... should I say, <laughs> or Pogback, <laughs> a standout player. Um, yeah. But Wednesday, you know, two two against Burnley wasn't wasn't as pr- promising um, as before, you know. But Burnley did a great job, uh, dude. Their goalie, Heaton, fantastic. Oh my god, fantastic. how many saves he said? He, um, I can argue he's better than the hit in that game. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly, I love Manchester United. I would have loved to see them win this game. Yes. But the fact that they came back at the end, you know, from a That's 2-0, so Manchester United. <laughs> I mean, it's lovely to watch, yeah. right? Yeah. You think the game's over, and all of a sudden, right, you, you bring back all the energy. Lindy Loft with the winning goal. I right. just, I think it's real entertaining football. Yeah, but talking about, you know, tomorrow's Leicester City, Man United's game, you know. Do you think easy win for Man U? Really? That, that's that's really with considering Man U's form and Leicester City's form, which hasn't been that great. Yeah, I but just they're still a me- mediocre team. You know, they can mid-table. challenge. They can challenge the, the you know top teams a little bit with yeah. performing uh, 
the the performance of their key player James Madison. You know, twenty one years old, English English CAM, I guess. Yeah. Really good player, and you know Vardy. You know has always been like that. He has up and down. Yeah, he 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 can always surprise you. You shouldn't really underestimate him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, but do you think Lukaku? Should replace Rashford or Rashford should replace Lukaku in the Absolutely. Eleven? Listen to me. I just think Lukaku is not at the Manchester United level. Yeah. Technically, I, I think Rashford is above and beyond better than Lukaku. Just looking at technically, right? Lukaku's right. touch, his shooting, <laughs> his dribbling, anything that's not, you know, physical, Lukaku just gets completely out dominated by 90% of Premier League players, in my opinion. True. I don't think Lukaku is very good. But I think Lukaku would fit as a technical team like Leicester City. He would, be, he would be able to, you know, lean off the defender and you know, play as like yeah, as like you know, in, a in, strong player in the, in the top that can hold balls and wait for current, everyone. In the current Man United system, he doesn't fit Lukaku. I guess he needs a different but system. With Fellaini gone to China, but I feel like Man United really needs like a physical player to stand out there and dominate other players. You know, in the corner kicks and free kicks. Everything like that, you know, but I don't. Rashford, Rashford can do a decent job. Yeah, but I think Rashford not, would fit in the in the wing in the wing better. Don't you think? Uh, you he know, would be able to cut inside and shoot. I but. disagree. If you look at, you know, the lovely win uh, that they had a couple a couple weeks back against Spurs, uh, Rashford scored the winning goal, and and I think that just showed what Rashford can do best. You know, use his pace to get in behind and then finish bottom corner perfect. I guess. Perfect. And it yeah. was a really nice ball from Pogba and a really nice, you know, exchange uh, of passes between Pogba and Rashford. And I think that's what Rashford can do best. Yeah. He can. He's a smarter player, and he's also really technical and really pacey. Kind of the the perfect modern uh, striker, in my opinion. That these days, you know. Um. Yeah. And talking about one of the one of the men in form right now is Jess Lingard. Uh, but he's been so underrated. Um, he has not really been fighting for his starting eleven position. So I feel like Jesse Lingard should really deserve more than um, a lot of other, a yeah. lot of other players in. Pereira starting over him really. I, well, mean, I mean, Herrera is a, is a pretty good defensive player. He would have the you know able to tackle tackle Cole, but like Matic is ready there already. So yeah. you don't really need Herrera and Juan Mata. He he's a he's a magician, but. Lingard has more creativity than Mata, I would argue. Yeah. And is more, like, young and faster. Can get really getting behind. But Mata is only the one that can pass the ball. He can't really chase after the ball and, like, take on defender one-on-one and stuff like that. You know? Yeah. I mean, you know, I think already, I think, you know, with a new manager coming in, I, th- I think a lot of the talent is finally being brought out. Yeah. Marshall's fantastic. Rashford's fantastic. Marshall just signed another four-year contract with. Uh, yeah, and I think that's, that's a brilliant move because he'll only get better. Pogba's been fantastic, uh, finally showing what he can do in the final third. Yes. And you know, just overall, and again, Lingard very underrated in my opinion. I think he's he's kind of like Vardy. He's got that that ability to instantly bring a moment of magic and give you the win, right? I guess, yeah. He's got that, that that little magic about him um, that I really like. If you, I remember a couple years back. I think it might have been in 2014 or 2015. His debut? FA, no, FA Cup final. Lingard pulls up with an incredible volley top corner, gives them the win. And it was just a magic moment. And that's just what Lingard can bring to the squad. Wow, yeah. Well, I mean, Lingard has been 
but he's been a really good player. But you know, considering how many talented midfield players Man United have, it's really hard for you know manager to make a choice. Yeah. Upon you know maybe like depends on who has the best form in training, and um, but recently I, I could argue you know Andres Pereira is pretty good. Um, can play the the CM position, but he kind of messed up in the Burnley game. You know, yeah, on, not terrible. Yeah, and um, the Fred Fred is being injured right now, but when he comes out, he he'll be a potential you know player to have the battle in the midfield. Yeah, he he brings something to Man United that they're missing, kind of a a box to box, a real box. I feel like he's like the Man United you know contact. He would he wouldn't stop running. Yeah. Um, he he's running forms and he's he's explosive speed. He can really help Man United you know chase after balls, but uh, you know and with the given squad really. Yeah. There are so many talented defensive players in Man United. I, if I were the player, if I were the manager, and I wouldn't know who to pick. And offensive, I the guess. only thing is, you know, we've almost forgot about him because he's basically a forgotten player. Alexis Sanchez, the most he has useless. Been great. He has been great past past games. Come on, come he, on. He's been all right, but if you look at overall his cost, we we as well, Manchester United could get someone so much better than Alexis Sanchez who could break into that starting eleven. Sanchez doesn't really start consistently, and he doesn't get, you know, in my opinion, for how much he's worth, I don't think he's, he's good enough. Right, I feel like and he's, with, the, know, with the given price, he'd be, like, maybe as good as Aiden Hazard, like, I would argue. Like, he's, like, Hazard's world-class level, but really, Sanchez is putting him on the bench, like, you know, I, I know Manchester is rich, but, like, why don't you just sell him, get rid of the way, just sell someone else more useful? Yeah, and I think the main, that's really down to... Sanchez is not needed in the squad. You have Martial, you have Lingard, you have Rashford. You have so many great young attacking players. Why would you buy someone that's older, that's yeah. realistically going to do a very similar job to what Rashford does? I guess, yeah. But Rashford is more, you know, technical, has better shooting. And, you know, Alexis is is more experienced, but for me that doesn't justify what he's, you know, the, the resources he's taking away from Manchester United. Right. Um, I mean, but, yeah, come on. I, I feel like it'll be easy win for Man United, but... Leicester yeah. City definitely has the ability to come back, and you know with their counter attack, many of them might lose a goal or two, but hopefully they will win. I just I just want to um, go back a little bit to the Bundesliga. I know you're a big fan of it. Yes. Let's just talk about Borussia Dortmund's form. I have to admit, the, the start of the they season. are great. Jaden Sancho, Paco Alcacer, and Marco Royce. They are fan bloody tastic. I, I guess you can argue that, but Marco Royce has really been a standout and as a team captain. You know, past two seasons he's always been, always been injured. Um, people have styled him. You know, whether he's a great player like he used to be, or he's just gonna. You know, a lot of people, play, play, people say, oh, he's not gonna come back with such a severe injury. But this season, boom, comeback from Dor- Dortmund. Like you know, ended yeah. so many years Bayern's domination. I have to admit, even though I'm a big Bayern fan, they really deserve the title right now. Yeah, they've been fantastic, and I think just overall, specifically attacking-wise, I think it, it makes it really entertaining to watch a team like uh, Borussia Dortmund at the moment, just because attacking-wise, they've been fantastic. And, and you know... you got to pay attention to how young this squad is. Yeah. You know, except Piszczek is like 33 years old, but, you know, Alcacer, Guerrero, Sancho, I Hakimi... Witz- I think Witzel was a fantastic signing. I think he's a very good... Honestly, I hate him. Yeah. I mean, you're a Bayern fan, but for me, as a neutral fan, looking at this squad, I think Witzel is fantastic. 
And I could see why, you know, the opposing team would hate this guy. He's the kind of player you hate, right? Yes. He intercepts balls. He kind of, you know, the other teams, about, your team's about to score. He's going to come in, make that, that tackle, and just exactly end all your hopes and dreams. Him. Exactly. You know, but he's great. He's great. Um, and, for, for yeah. Players, yeah. Oh, and uh, one of speculation around the young talent, Julian Weigo, to PSG. I mean, it's kind of, for me, it's kind of a shame that he didn't go because if he were went, he, he would have gone and, um, you know, Dortmund's defense gonna go go down, I guess. Yeah, but, but it, it would have been a stupid move. Realistically, I think. I mean, PSG. Why? Why PSG would you is go a to better PSG? team than Dortmund. I disagree. I think Dortmund, the one year they have a chance to win the Bundesliga, I think he should absolutely stay here, try to win the title, make a name for himself, and then you really think they're gonna win Bundesliga? Absolutely. <laughs> I think they're not. Especially because Neuer's so bad. But anyways, so <laughs> Neuer's um, been injured. Yeah. Well, you know what. It really doesn't matter. I just think Bayern's Bayern's. I think at the moment Dortmund's good, but they're not. Their their form's not gonna continue forever. Come on, be realistic. Like in the in the and like you know in like April they're gonna go downhill. Bayern's gonna catch up easily. You know, except especially the second round when um, Dortmund comes to uh, Bayern's home field Allianz Arena. You know, Bayern's gonna teach him a lesson. You know, it's 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 understandable that. You might think that Dortmund is one of the top team right now, but I feel like as Niko Kovac sort of get his philosophy within the uh, the Bayern teammates, you know, I would argue Bayern will come back and stronger than ever. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, sort of like this. Um. So yeah, in my opinion, the Bundesliga way more interesting this season compared to you know previous years, way tighter. You know, I would, I would the, the title so. race is, is a lot more exciting. And it makes me want to watch the Bundesliga a lot more compared to last year and, you know, the previous years. Just just based on how, how much Bayern's been dominating, you know they were going to win in previous year. This year, it's really, it's a lot more tight between uh, Borussia Dortmund and Bayern. I would argue all the teams are getting better, not necessarily Bayern has getting weaker. Yeah, that's, you know? that's absolutely true, yeah. Right, uh, it's more competitive. Um, so I think that's that's it for this week. Um, tomorrow we have the ex- exciting fixture in Premier League with Man City and Arsenal, eleven yeah. eleven thirty a.m. That's going to be a really good. I would uh, I would hope Man City would win. So you know. I mean, I really want Arsenal to win, but let's be honest. I want Man I want, City's going to win. Yeah, I want Man United to catch up Arsenal. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I'm a big Man, Man U fan. That's so. true. That's true. That that would be yeah. great to see. So, um, yeah. Stay tuned for tomorrow's Man City Arsenal game. Absolutely, at one, uh, 11.30. We'll Leicester be covering City. that next week. Yeah, Leicester City and Man United tomorrow nine oh five a.m. Eastern time, and West Ham and Liverpool Monday three p.m., which is going to be a tighter race. All right, thank you for listening. Thank you. This is Alex. This is Martin. Stay tuned for our future episode on football with Martin.